1: The station that you are listening to, Nick Costas, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, give you the latest on all the lines, the parlays, all that kind of good stuff through not only the Browns game, but through the rest of the NFL. Maybe a little NBA in there too. Might squeeze a little bit in there, but definitely NFL base joining us at 11 o'clock to make sure everything is in line. And of course, a big part of that is the fact that the the countdown to the Cotton Bowl and the transfer portal continues to make news all across the college football world, Nick Wilson and Spencer German cover it all during their podcast, Sons of the Shoe. Subscribe now at 92.3 The Fan on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So we'll definitely be asking Nick a little bit about the Cotton Bowl as well and maybe a little college in there. It's, it's nice to see it. By the way, did, did anybody else, did anybody, MK, you're into these kind of things. Did you see the Mayo dump?
2: I didn't see the mayo dump but I did see that Duke's Mayo tweeted out the softs about the soft serve machines in the press box and said that it was supposed to be mayo flavored soft serve. Oh, I God, don't know. No. If, I don't know if that was a joke or not. No. I hope it was
1: a joke That's but, a crime against humanity.
2: But yeah, apparently there's a there is a soft serve machine at the Duke's Mayo Bowl in the press box. Oh. And according to the Duke's Mayo Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it, um, they had Duke's flavored soft serve. Again, oh. I don't know if it was real or if it was just a bit. I I hope it was a bit because I, I got very uncomfortable, like viscerally uncomfortable when I read that tweet.
1: First and foremost, I give every coach who is in the Duke's Mayo Bowl credit so far who has had mayonnaise dumped on their heads. That that just sounds the as miserable as misery gets, especially as someone like myself who despises mayonnaise. I can't stand it. It has ruined sandwiches for years. It has ruined tuna fish. It has ruined everything that you put it on. Miracle Whip, I can kind of make work. I can tolerate it a little bit better than mayonnaise. But, gah, that, that just sounds gross. Not to mention that video that was circulating. I can't remember who started it. But they got some guy who was drinking mayonnaise in line before he was getting into the the stadium. And I mean, legitimately, like holding the squeeze bottle up to his mouth and just going at it like it was a uh, like it was Gushers, you know, like it, or um, not Gushers. What were those drinks called? Remember, they used to have the, the stuff in them and you used to have to squeeze them um, plastic bottle. Oh, come on. You're the same age that I am. You know, I
2: things. know, but I'm trying to put, are you, <laughs> talking, about the, me, are you talking about the squeeze Yes. Squeeze it. Oh, okay. Cause like, Thank well, you. cause you will. Cause when you said I was thinking something that was like the same consistency as Mayo and I was like, I don't remember a drink being that. No, if it has
1: that consistency, you may need to look into uh, what you're drinking and worry <laughs> no. about it a little. Yeah. Uh, that was. But yes,
2: no, I do remember the squeeze The fruit punch squeeze was my favorite. It.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I couldn't remember it for the life of me yeah that was that was a little much. So we will get to the college football landscape and all that stuff, and of course, you get the toaster or the uh, the pop tart bowl today, so you get the pop tart running around and the edible mascot and the the trophy if you haven't had a chance to see it, which is just unbelievable throughout this entire thing so the the browns I, you know we're looking at this team right now and we're looking at building for success into the future, and we're looking at how to best supplement it. And we were talking a little bit about the offense and handing Amari Cooper a contract extension on, on Tuesday, which I think we're all for. Amari Cooper's been outstanding, and it, it's been a whole lot of fun along the way, but we didn't really look at the defensive side. And so I ask at 216 92 at the feller on Twitter, if you so desire. Who would you give a contract extension to on the defense? Miles Garrett's locked up for a good period of time. Denzel Ward's locked up for a good period of time. Grant Delpit signed an extension in the offseason. It seems like the core pieces are there. Dalvin Tomlinson signed in free agency. He's not going anywhere. But there's one guy on his defense that hasn't gotten his contract extension yet. And I think it's the first guy that I'm sliding one in front of whenever the season comes to a close and we get into extension season. And that guy's Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa. And he... He stands out to me more than anybody else on this team because I feel like Jim Schwartz has had the biggest impact on him than anybody else on this defense. Miles Garrett was unbelievable no matter who the defensive coordinator was. His talent was always going to be there. It's been made a lot easier this season with having Zadarius Smith on the other side, with having Obo Okrawanko for a good part of the season on the other side. His life has been made easier with Shelby Harris and Maurice Hurst and everybody else bringing that push. Anthony Walker has been really good for this team. He's been great in coverage. He's been great as the middle linebacker. Gets banged up a little bit, but hey, it's football. They all do. JOK has been unlocked this season. And by that, I mean simplified. Joe Woods, in his defense, the word that you would constantly hear would be communication issues and complication. He had these guys doing so many different things with so many different terms. They were all over the place, and they, it seemed like they weren't, they, they weren't all on the same page because there was too much terminology, and it was too complicated for what was trying to be accomplished. Jim Schwartz came in. The first word we all heard when Jim Schwartz came in was white knight. The second set of words that we heard, especially when camp started and you started talking to all these guys, was simplicity that this defense is simpler. It's understandable. And you watch it, and it looks like it. You play a boatload of man. You know what's really easy to figure out? Hey, guard that guy. Done. There's no worrying about terminology and all that kind of stuff when it's play man. Hey, guard, guard the guy in front of you. It feels like they went to JOK and said to him, buddy, go get the ball. Go get the ball. You know, the, the great replacements joke that they had going and I, and I, with, the, with the one linebacker who was the CIA agent who played for a while, and he would just get so pumped up, and I think it was John Favreau, but he would get so pumped up and all that stuff, and Gene Hackman would look at him and would just go, like, go get the ball. Just go get me the football. Go get the ball. And I feel like that's exactly what they did to J. Okay, They just said, you are fast, you are strong, you are smart. Find the guy with the football and tackle him. And J.O.K. has done that. He's got 14 pressures this season and four sacks, 18 tackles for a loss. And you watch these games the same way that I do. He's blowing up running plays left and right, he's blowing up screens left and right. He has contained mobile quarterbacks pretty well. A couple hiccups every so often, but he's maintained mobile quarterbacks pretty well along the way. He seems to have become a key cog in this defense and what they want to do. And it's all because they looked at a guy who was as athletic as JOK was and were continuing to do the classic Bill Belichick. You know, back when Bill Belichick had coached, and not now when he was just grumpy and his team was losing. Which is, tell me what this guy can do. And let's not have him do what he can't do. This guy can go get the ball. This guy can go get the guy who is carrying the ball. And so that's what the Browns did is they made it so JOK can just go after whoever has the football and know that he has coverage on the back, that Juan Thornhill is going to have that covered, that Anthony Walker is going to communicate this well enough to make sure that the middle of the field has some level of coverage to it, that they know exactly what is happening. We're not seeing anything bizarre. We're not seeing anything really, really off the wall out of Jim Schwartz's defense. It continues to be simple play great man-to-man coverage, hold it for long enough so that the defensive line can get in and can get near the quarterback and distract him and disturb him and make it so that he can't get the ball out on time and on target. Continue to have that great pass rush. And the minute you have that pass rush, everything else behind you can line up. Who's had a great resurrection here and has done a great job? I would maybe look to sign him to a long-term deal. The problem is you can't sign all of these guys. you know you you've built this thing the way that you have like Juan Thornhill isn't going anywhere. Greg Newsom is still on the first round pick contract. MJ. Emerson might be the other one that you'd want to extend. Okay, I'm in for that idea. Now he's still you know, got a couple of years left that are a little bit more manageable, but I would extend MJ Emerson as well. That probably would be second on my list. and again, because he continues to get better every single week. He's starting to get some picks out of this now, so people are really paying attention to him. Instead of being outstanding at breaking the passes, he's starting to actually get the interceptions that come his way. They haven't really used him in a whole lot of blitzes, and I'm fine with that. You know, the corner blitz is something you use every so often. It's something special. You don't need that guy to do it all the time, especially when you got a Grant Delpit who is very good at it. But MJ Emerson has done a fantastic job covering guys on top of it. So maybe that would be the other one that I would look to extend, but I think you still got a couple more years before you have to do that. one. But needless to say that this defense has been absolutely outstanding this entire year. And guys that were brought in who were immensely talented are really finding themselves in it. And Jim Schwartz has done a fantastic job of really, really accentuating what these guys do and i think that's been probably the be- the greatest breath of fresh air that this team has had that making such a simple move as bringing in jim schwartz we all thought it would have an impact we all thought that it would be an improvement we all thought that you know hey just anything except joe woods i think we all said that more times than we can count but what jim schwartz has really brought to the table has been a serious breath of fresh air and has been exactly what this team has needed all season long. 10 and five, a huge chunk of it is because of what that defense has done and the fact that it hasn't allowed points and it hasn't allowed yards and it's forced turnovers and it's forced three and outs at a higher rate than anybody else in the league, that even if it struggles a smidge, a little bit, it's still fantastic enough that you don't, have to worry and that's awesome especially if you're going to go through four quarterbacks especially if you're going to struggle a little bit on offense as everybody still gets on the same page it still gets their timing down and all of that stuff having a defense that can lock down that way I mean that defense probably what that defense won you the Bears game I think we could say that with pretty good pretty good faith that defense won the Bears game I think that defense definitely that defense probably won you the Jags game. I mean, you did turn cause Trevor to throw three turnovers in that game. Like, and that's just in the last couple of weeks, looking at it that the defense has pretty much come in and won it for you and has kept this super close and has made it so that your quarterback didn't need to do a whole boatload to get the job done. Your defense won you the San Francisco game. I think we could say that with, with greatness. Again, Jim Schwartz seems to be the kryptonite for Kyle Shanahan's offense. Your defense is won of the Colts game. Sure, a couple penalties every so often, whatever. But your defense kept in that game as well. And so I want to keep this defense as whole as possible. Maybe add in some supplemental pieces. Maybe use free agency as a little bit of seasoning. But I want that core to remain the same. I want Miles Garrett to not move. And by the way, he's not. He's under contract for a long period of time. Denzel Ward has been great. When he's been on the field, he's been one of the, probably the five best corners in football. In fact, you could argue one. You know, he's locked down that well. MJ Emerson has been outstanding. I don't want him to go anywhere. And JOK, smack dab in the middle of it, has been a part of it. And the spine of that defense, hopefully, 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 will be the same for a good chunk of the time. 216-474-0092, at the Sports Feller on Twitter, if you so desire. Nick Costos, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, joining us next. Dan Manigan in for Baskin and Phelps, 92 through the
0: fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.